Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, a quick note from our benevolent robot shade overlords. While the showroom home of the signature series automated shades is temporarily closed, as are the in-home consultations, the Budget Blinds team can still connect with you for virtual design consultations. Wait, are you telling me that our robot shade overlords have internet capacity? They do. They do. All Electronics hail. are the robot shade overlords friends. All hail our robot shade overlords. So just call 816-554-7779 or email leesummit at budgetblinds.com to set up your consultation today. Tell them Jason Nick saying. The podcast is also brought to the people by this message. Hey, keep shopping local. Get, you get that takeout. Go pick it up. Get a gift card. Buy some gift cards. Remember to shop local even during this crazy, crazy, crazy time. You got to support our friends and our neighbors who all operate or work for some of the great small businesses throughout this community. So support them. Go see them. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. Hello and welcome to this Friday conversation edition of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. I'm we are here. We are back at it. I'm ignoring Jason. We're back at it with the candidates this week. We are talking to District 4 City Council candidate Donnie Funk today. Donnie, welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Donnie, I'm just going to warn you in advance. Nick is so tired of seeing me on the other end of these calls and discussions that he will try and probably fail to keep his disgust down to a minimum. But it's going to get it might he might get a little short with me as we go along. I've been I've been pretty rough to deal with. Mostly, it's you know Fridays are the show I don't have to share. So uh, it's oh, been hard okay. during election season for me to share the Friday shows, but it's not all about Nick anymore. <laughs> we all know podcasting is an exercise in ego. So there we go. Donnie, let's, let's jump in. And this is my favorite time because I get to be, uh, I get to be cliche dad on the show. And I'm going to ask you the most cliched hard question that we've got. Donnie Funk, why are you running for office? Well, Nick, Jason, I mean, if you guys would have asked me this a month ago, I would have told you it was, you know, my, my time that I've served on the Planning Commission, Community Economic Development Committee, a little time on the Historic Preservation Committee. You know, I would have told you with that experience, I would have mentioned, you know, my, my experience in owning my own business for many years and having the opportunity to work for developers that I think, you know, the city's about to embark on a period of major growth and I feel like all of my experience in those fields and what I've had serving the city, uh, this would be a great time. My wife and I have spent uh, several years putting myself in the position to devote the time for uh, me to run and be able to you know, serve the, the, the folks of District 4 as well as the entire community. But you know, now uh, my answer has changed a little bit because everything has changed. Almost overnight, we've we've dealt with what is becoming the, the the fact we're looking down the barrel of a possible economic downturn. You know, small businesses are are, are running into some major setbacks right now. Teachers and kids are completely having to change uh, the way they teach, the way they learn. First responders and healthcare workers working around the clock. You know, citizens are worried and uncertain of you know their basic needs. Where are they going to come from next? And I think right now, 
we need forward facing strong you know strong leadership i mean people that are vocal uh, here at the local level and and we need a willing to communicate let you know let's hear from our local leaders where are they at let's let's get to the point and let the citizens of our community know where the city stands right now Funny, actually, well, since you brought it up, and I know Nick and I had had discussed this because you you're the the first one and, and probably the only one that we're going to end up interviewing of these of the candidates after the uh, stay at home orders were put into place and all of this stuff has sort of come down um, in the last couple of weeks. So, what are you um, as a communication is something that you talked about working with individual constituents and. Um, but in situations like this, how do you as a city council member uh, be an effective communicator with the public, a strong leader, to use your phrase, um, but make sure that you sort of still sort of present the, the, the view of the city as a whole? You know, I think it's getting, we have the, the, the great, you know, connection of, of social media and, and keeping the post of the cities flowing, making sure the citizens, um, you know, up on, on council members' pages, having the, the information that's posted from the Jackson County Health Department, and just keeping that social media stuff turning. I'm sure there's a lot of people at home right now that, that are tuned in to television, that are tuned in to their phones, their iPads, their computers, and just keep that information flowing and, and, and develop a, a line of communication, making sure the constituents have your phone number, make sure the constituents have your email addresses so they can reach out and maybe get some questions answered that they may not be getting just from a standard news report. Well, let's uh, let, let's kind of follow into that and let's talk about about moving forward. Uh, you know, um, we asked you in your questionnaire a little bit about about opportunities that you you see going forward. And you know, one of the things that you talked about was was there's, there's an opportunity to grow the tax the existing tax, tax base. The, the the odd thing is you also put in your in, under your what are some issues we face. You also put in your answer there that we've got to find some new ways to expand that because there are some projected shortfalls. And now as as Jason mentioned, now we're looking at maybe even more of a need just based on on the economic reactions to to, to COVID nineteen. So talk to me a little bit about maybe some areas where you think you can can have influence or be a champion of growth economic growth for the city if you're elected into the city council? You know, I think it, it, it really is a matter of, of utilizing some of our, um, our, our PSAs, um, you know, the Chamber, uh, Economic Development Council, you know, having those folks really, you know, it's time to step up the game. It's time to really get out there and push because I, I think we're going to see a little bit stronger of a setback um, just in you know, we've got a lot of small businesses with their doors closed right now, and we're going to have to put together a strong tax base. We're going to have to get out. We're going to have to push and see what these developers want, see what they need. You know, we might have to really, you know, take a step and, and look at our incentives packages and, and sweeten the pot a little bit to, to get this moving forward. Well, if you're, if you're going to, and incentives is a, is a good place as any to sort of pivot a little bit here, if we're going to have to sweeten the pot. But I knew you that, were going to go there, so let's, <laughs> yeah. let's get it on the table. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do this thing. Um, if we're going to sweeten the pot, that also does have the impact of 
of reducing the ceiling of tax revenue in the future, right? If we, I mean, this is just the math. If we're not charging tax on property value in some fashion or another, we're dealing with that. You had, you had said in your questionnaire, um, I guess to bring it, we'll, we'll give it a concrete example. You're kind of advocating for maybe a more broad use of LCRA, Land Clearance or Redevelopment Act. Um, yes. The, in in that process, there are members of the council who you would be serving with, who think that the definition of blight that is required uh, to activate the LCRA is, is incredibly overbroad uh, and and is kind of used or even abused to benefit developers. So, where do you think you can use it more effectively uh, now or in the near future as we go forward? Well, I think we could use it in an example is, is to maybe if, if we're expanding in a specific part of the community um, to be able to utilize it maybe for a public service facility, a fire station, a police, you know, maybe we need to get a police uh, transfer station out there or something of that nature. Um, I, I guess that there is a broad way of, of things to use it for. I mean, Hopefully, uh, the main tool is to get the developer on board and start negotiating. And, and it has to be in a, the benefit of the city. I mean, it can't be a one-way street. It obviously has to meet in the middle. And it has to kind of, in the short term, it may not benefit the city, but I think in years to come, it will. Hi, I'm Jane Monroe, owner of Embrace the Grape and District 4 resident. Donnie Funk has my vote for city council, and here's why. Donnie's time serving on the planning commission, his experience in the construction industry, and his work as a small business owner has given him the insight we need on city council. This means that Donnie knows the questions to ask to get accountability for our tax dollars. Donnie Funk is a strong advocate for public safety and will work to ensure police and firefighters, along with all city employees, are well cared for. Join me in voting Funk for Four on April 7th. Well, Donnie, I, I want I want to ask you ask you this question. I, I, we had this written down earlier as a topic a topic of conversation, and I think like everything else, it changed the, the context of the question changes a little bit based on the fact that we're we're all sitting trapped in our homes during this interview. Um, you're if elected, you would take office now two months later than than normal. What do you think some of those those first big issues are are, are going to be that you're going to have to you're going to have to tackle? We, obviously, there's budget, but what what else are some big issues that you think you're going to have to hit? You know, I, Nick, to go back to what your your question there. I think some of the things we're going to have to look at is the emergency fund. Um, now we've we've hit an emergency. Um, what is the city going to need to do with that money? Uh, is it is it to help uh, pay employees? Uh, significant overtime that may go into this mess over the next few weeks. Uh, that may be something that may need to be addressed. We need to address some of the land that may come available for the PIR ground and, and uh, take a look at, is the city going to fund the infrastructure to attract some development? I think there's a lot of things that are going to hit right when we, when this new council comes together. All right. Uh, Donnie, you, you, you were, you know, you, 
where are your priorities for the budget as we're dealing with that going forward? I mean, so whatever the fallout will be, and no, and to be clear, nobody knows. Uh, what what are the priorities that you kind of want to stand on when you're putting those those ideas together? When you when the nine of you are together making those decisions, I think the the number one idea is. is priority, excuse me, not idea. And the number one priority is going to be how do we all put our heads together? How do we come together and, and start expanding this tax base? Uh, it, you know, is it new development? Is it redevelopment? You know, do we look need to some incentives to, to redevelop some of the areas around here and, and maybe attract some, some stuff into these places or help current businesses boost their product, boost their brand. Um, I think that's one. I think the other is, is we're going to have to look at, you know, maintaining our, our public safety and keeping it in line with the growth that could come with the city. I'm going to, I'm going to follow up with uh, Jason's favorite topic. It's like, I'm going to suck up to him today here, but oh boy, you're, you're talking, you're talking about it, about incentives. So let's, uh, let's take a look at that, that incentive policy that the, that, that the city has and kind of maybe are there things that you think need to be adjusted or do you think it's do you think it's set up right now to to where where it can be really put to use to do the kind of expansion that you're talking about uh, nick i i i've looked at it um I think it's a solid policy I think every policy could have some tweaks and turns and i mean looking at when some of the, the, the tools are used, length of time, I think some of those things, I mean, are obviously can be adjusted on the fly, but I mean, all in all, I think it's a, it's a solid policy, but I think using the LCRA uh, with some of the flexibility we have with it is a better plan. I mean, I know it's part of the incentive policy, but I think it's one that I would move to the forefront. Well, I, I'll kind of, take that in and pivot a little bit you um you you've kind of in this in this interview you're talking about sort of hitting the ground aggressively when it comes to development and things as the driver to sort of pull us through whatever economic setback that we're having uh what are your um on the you know and here we'll just make sure that we're clear both donnie and i have served together for a number of years on the planning commission um I hold that against both of you. Yeah, well, I just, you know, I can't, I have no argument. Uh, <laughs> if you're elected, you, you've sat on the planning commission a number of times where the, the commission has done things sort of over the, the expressed displeasure of people who come into the whole thing. And, and so this, this additional development or new development is going to meet with a fair bit of you know, at least neighborhood resistance on a case-by-case -case basis. So how do you figure to communicate that um, with, the, with the people that you I mean, understand their concerns, but you're going to kind of go against what they want you to do in the first place? Well, I think it, you, you have to educate them. You have to educate them on, by all means, I think most of our community is well informed. Some people just they they're, they're, they have busy lives. They are running kids from here to there, and they don't get all of the information. And I think it's a matter and, and the responsibility of a councilman 
a council person to get out and and meet with their constituents, not only in their own district, but all of the districts to help educate them that this is not a bad thing, whether it be a, a possible multifamily development, whether it be a new building. I'm going I'm to ask you one last follow-up on that. What are some ideas that you have uh, to, to be able to make that kind of communication happen? This is, happen. This is a topic that we, we talk about with candidates every time the election season rolls around, and, and we, we kind of try to follow through with it in those conversations after elections as well with sitting, with sitting um, officials. But what are some ideas that you have that you can continue to be you know, both a voice for and a voice to the people that you're serving? Um. You know, again, I'll go back to a, a cool platform that I like, and that's social media. Um, being open on there, letting people know what's coming up, what's going on, uh, having an open line of communication with all my constituents in, here in District 4 or anybody in the community. And I think having a cohesive group up there uh, on the diocese is something that's important that everybody can communicate with everybody's constituents. I would like to, I, I've kind of toyed with the idea of having some sort of, you know, quarterly meeting, if you will, with my constituents, just an open door policy to say, hey, you know, going to sit down, uh, maybe a podcast of my own, maybe bug some guys at Link to Lease Summit to help me through that. But just to say, hey, this is what's going on in our district. This is a possibility that's coming our way. Please let me know if you have any questions. I'll be glad to explain. Well, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to try to keep this around the same time that we do all of the other candidate conversations. I'm going to finish this with the one question where we will judge your answer. We don't do endorsements, but we will judge you on your response to this question. Donnie Funk, you are sitting comfortably in your home. If I were to put in front of you two dinner plates, one holds burgers and one holds tacos, which one are you choosing? Are you going to be brave or are you going to be wrong? Or brave and wrong or right and, right and smart? We can do. The, the best pairing with a margarita is tacos. So I have to go tacos. Oh, well, this is, this is a, a new way to come to the, this particular answer. But once again, you have arrived at the correct place. It is, it is correct. <laughs> I haven't done an official count, but I believe, Jason, uh -huh. that our team is winning. Uh, our, look, we are on the right side of all the things. History, facts, logic, <laughs> and taste tacos. buds, and tacos. So, Donnie Funk, thank you for your very correct answer at the very end of this, uh, at the very end of this interview. Thank you, guys. Donnie, thanks for taking the time to not only talk with us today, but also taking the time to put your name in the hat and offer to serve our community. We appreciate it. And as we say to everyone, good luck in the election. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at link to Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall. Thank you.